Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix and Michelle Mix of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy, verse 2, and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix and Michelle Mix. I would like to uh, welcome you to uh, 14th Street Ministries. I am your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And And I'll go ahead and start with prayer. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Lord, we ask for your guidance today as we set out for better opportunities than yesterday. Uh, Do not let us stray from our paths, uh, for you are our shepherd, our Lord. Let your staff prevent us from any error and let your eyes watch over us and protect us from all danger. You are the only God, and no matter no matter is too big for you, Lord. So let us work through our issues um, that the um, that Satan is bringing to us to um, keep us from hearing your word and studying your word. Um, we rejoice in your words, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Today's uh, lesson we're going to do. Um get into starting in Romans, Romans 1. And actually, if we can, because we usually save it to the end, but I thought this time if we can, um, um, I'm going to kind of interject here. We did get an email from a listener okay, and um, with a question. So could we, um, I'll read that, that question to you and maybe we can kind of discuss that a little bit this time. All right, before we start into Romans, go ahead. What's the question? Okay. Who's the question from? Uh, This is from uh, Danielle. Okay. And she asks, why must I rightly divide the word of truth? So you can tell she's been listening to the past episodes. So her question is, why must I rightly divide the word of truth? Well, that's a deep question, and it's an extremely important question. And it's going to take a little bit more than a couple verses to explain that. When we're, when we're saved, when we become believers, when we believe the gospel, we become ambassadors for Christ, okay? And, and in that, we have an obligation. If we don't rightly divide the word of truth, we won't understand when God is talking to us, we won't understand what... If we just read the Bible through, we won't know what is for us and for our learning or what is to us. And always remember that Paul is our our apostle, the apostle Paul, for this age of grace, this body of Christ, this mystery. And the risen Christ gives him instructions on how to teach us and how we should study the Word of God. Uh, let me read a, uh, a couple of verses here. And, and by the way, God has given us this treasure of trust, and, and that trust is His Word and the Gospel and, and that privilege. And we need to uh, concentrate on that and, and strive for that. In 2 Corinthians 5, 14 through 20, for the love of Christ constraineth us, because, because we thus judge that if one die for us, or die for all, 
then we are all dead. And that he died for all, that, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth, now we know man, know no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now, henceforth, know him no more. And, and what he's talking about there is we know no Christ no more. He has a new program. We're in a different program or different dispensation. When Christ walked on the earth, it was the gospel of the kingdom. We're in the age of grace. Now we're in the gospel of grace, and it's a brand new program. This is a new program, and, and Satan attacks us through, through doctrine. Okay? Satan which, will use— Which doesn't that kind of sound odd, that why would um, Satan attack us through doctrine? Because that's the only way he can attack, uh, attack the church, the body of Christ, and it's misplaced, and it's mixed, and he takes the gospel of the kingdom and mixes it with, with the gospel of grace. That's works and grace for today, and mixes it uh, together, and, and it's confusing. That's why you have so many different denominations, because, uh, and we're supposed to be one body in Christ— but everybody has a different idea because they're not rightly dividing the word of truth. I'll continue reading on here. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. When we, when we become believers, we're a brand new humanity, a brand new creation. And all those things in the past have all gone. Okay. And God has restored us in a relationship to Him, like it was before the fall. Okay. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ. In other words, He's making it right. He's restored our fellowship. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given us given to us the ministry of reconciliation. That's our ministry as ambassadors. Okay? And that reconciliation is to restore us and the world back to God. And he, and he operates through the body of Christ. Okay, in uh, 19, uh, to 2 Corinthians 5, 19. To wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So he's given us, he's given us a project or a job or a commitment as ambassadors. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled with God. Okay. So remember, he died for the sins of the world. And he wants us to go out and present the cross. His death, the gospel, his death, burial, and resurrection. 
their sins have already been paid for, but he's giving us this, this task, this message, this treasure to go out and tell the world. And remember, we are the only representatives of God today. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Yeah, and there's nothing, no other. <clears throat> not Israel, nothing else. It's the body of Christ that represents God today in this dispensation of grace. Michelle, would you read um, 2 Timothy 1, 12 through 13? For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Hold fast the form of sound words, which thou hast heard of me, in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. Okay, Paul's, Paul's telling Timothy, he says, you've heard sound words, you've heard uh, sound doctrine. And he says, keep that. That's in your trust. Okay. In 2 Corinthians uh, 4, 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. The gospel of grace is what we're talking about. And we have this treasure in us. Okay. In earthen vessels. Michelle, would you read uh, 1 Timothy 6, 19 through 20? Okay. And this is, uh, is this talking about gospel or grace or gospel of grace? The gospel of grace. Of grace. Yeah. Okay. Laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. Okay, saying, saying lay up these treasures, guard them. Because they give eternal life. If, if we properly present the word, rightly dividing the word, present to somebody else, they hear it, they believe it, and then they become um, justified, and then they become righteous. Of course, then they're sealed with the Holy Spirit if they believe in their hearts. Go ahead. Uh, o Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so-called. Okay, to understand trust, you have um, a trust is like something that uh, is kept secure for somebody. Uh, say you have the Fairfield uh, Trust and Loan Company. If you, that money is given to that trust and loan company, and it's given there in trust that they're going to protect it and take care of it for you. And if they abuse it, they can actually go to jail for it. So it's very serious. So that's what type of trust it is, that, that he's trusting us with the word, the truth. Uh, another verse here is Colossians uh, 2, 2 through 3. That their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ, in whom are all, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. We have that treasure in us. 
We get that treasure by studying God's word. He speaks to us through his word. We have that trust in us, and we're not to pervert it. Okay, we're to rightly divide it and understand it. And it's kind of like, you know, how it's saying that, um, talking about treasures and trust, um, you know, and like you use the example of the um, the bank, and they're holding that treasure for us. And, and but we trust that they're going to hold that and make that um, continually be valuable. Yeah, we have we have faith in them that they're going to hold it. Say, so. so we trust them with it because there's someone's wanting to steal it, right? Mm-hmm. But what we're talking about here is somebody's wanting to steal that trust, and that person is Satan. In First um, Thessalonians two four, but as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel. Okay, so what do we, what's he putting us in trust of? The gospel. Even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, which trieth our hearts. And in 2 Timothy, or 1 Timothy 6.20, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust. Again, it's saying it again. <clears throat> Avoiding profane and vain babbling, which we had just read, and opposition of science, falsely so-called. We preach the word. We preach the We don't save anybody. We preach the word. We preach sound doctrine. We preach the word, and God does the saving, okay? We labor in uh, presenting the word with sound doctrine. Michelle, um, would you go to uh, Galatians? I hope um, Danielle's getting this or is getting this uh, answer. <laughs> she asked for it, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So go to Galatians 1, 6 through 10, if you'd read that, Michelle. Okay. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Let me read this. Um, Paul is Paul is talking to believers. He's always talking to believers, okay? But the misguided brethren, we, we do have brethren, people that are saved, that, that have allowed Satan to use them to be for his ambassadors. They'll take they'll take and mix up the the doctrines, the truths, mix them up, and Satan uses them for his ambassadors to confuse the body. And, of course, to to pervert the gospel of Christ. Our responsibility as mature believers in sound doctrine is to bring them back under sound doctrine, being gentle and loving and persuading uh, to the correction that needs to be done. So if we we have a brother that's uh, putting out doctrine that's not sound and that Satan's using them for that, we try in loving, loving, careness. We try to bring them back in to the truth. Okay, you go ahead, Michelle, and read the rest of that. Okay, and um, <clears throat> and I do like the part that says um, that we do preach the truth, even if only one person accepts it. That's right. Our our obligation is to preach it. We're not we're not uh, looking for results. 
where uh, God produces all the results. We're not measuring our ministry on how many people listen or whatever. If one person listens, we've gained something. Our responsibility is to preach it or teach it or to proclaim it. So number eight of Galatians 1, 6 through 10, uh, verse 8 says, But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. I see we're getting ready to come up on a break. Uh, I guess we'll continue on with this little answer for Danielle. <laughs> yeah, and, and we'll go back to what was the, her, the original question that we're talking why must I rightly divide the word of truth? Some people don't even understand that. So. Right. So we're breaking it down to understand what even that question means. Right. And we didn't understand it at one time. We right. were ignorant of the word. So. And then right before we go to break, and then we're going to come back and finish with this question that she didn't realize was such a long answer, um, that this trust is given to us to protect it from Satan's provision or perversion. Try to say that word correctly. Was that your tongue getting twisted around? Yes, yes. Uh, Perversion. Uh, So we'll um, be back in just a moment after break, and we're going to continue with this um, question and find out more about um, why why do we rightly divide the Word of God. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show. Hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. 
Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to the radio program, Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Michael R. Mix at 14thStreetMinistries.com. Now, back to Why Paul? Okay. Uh, welcome back. Um, I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And, and I'd like to and, and like to say um, that if somebody wanted to write us in the mail, the regular mail, snail mail or whatever you call it, our address is uh, 14th Street Ministries at, at 3377 West Broad Street, Columbus, Ohio, 43204. That's 14th Street Ministries Incorporated, 3377 West Broad Street, Columbus, Ohio, 43204. Yes, and with any and who, questions, and who are you? Even, and just oh, uh, who am I? Yeah, uh, I'm Michelle Mix, your host. Okay, and <clears throat> we're back. We're um, uh, finishing up a question that we had from a listener. Um, why must I rightly divide the word of truth? You forgot, huh? Yes. <laughs> this trust, uh, uh, this word of truth, this uh, sound doctrine. And the gospel, the gospel of grace, and that was uh, given to us, and we're to protect it. This trust is given to us to protect it from Satan's perversions. In Acts 15.1, uh, a certain, ma uh, certain men, which came down from Judea, taught the brethren, these are believers, and said, except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, you cannot be saved. See, that's, that's a lie of the devil. In this age of grace, that's a lie of the devil. And, and he, takes, he takes a truth in Israel's timeline. For Israel, they had to be circumcised. It's works plus faith. And they're trying to apply this to uh, the body of Christ. Michelle, would you read, um, let me read to Acts uh, 15, 23, and 24. And they wrote letters by them after this manner. The apostles and the elders and the brethren sent, send greetings unto the brethren which are at, uh, of the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia. For as much as we have heard that certain which went out from us have troubled you with words. He's talking about giving you wrong information or perverting, subverting your souls, saying, you must be circumcised and keep the law, to whom we give no such commandments. That was 2,000 years ago. They were infiltrating <coughs> Paul's ministry and Paul's works, and they're still doing it today. Satan is just as alive today as he was then. Michelle, would you read um, Galatians, uh, all the way, the, the whole chapter of Galatians? Okay. Galatians uh, 4. Galatians 4, okay. Yes. 
Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of his father. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, God hath sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Howbeit then, when ye knew not God, ye did service unto them, which by nature are no gods. What he's talking about is, uh, we were servants before we were saved, before we became believers. We were servants to Satan. We were we did his bidding, okay, and and we were like under tutors. And when we become sons, we became when we were saved, uh, when we believe the gospel and were saved, we become full full sons and heirs. We they called an adoption. We were adopted into the family, which we were already into the family, but were adopted. Okay, go ahead if you will. But now, after that, ye have known God, or rather, are known of God. How turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements, whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage? Yeah, the the uh, what the Judaizers trying to do is, and we have that today the legalism and whatever. They want to put you back in bondage. When we when we become believers, we we receive liberty and freedom, not freedom to sin, but now we're free, and we have liberty, and we're not under the bondage of the law, and under the bondage of these legal, uh, this legalism. Okay, and we're no law and. We're free, and why would we want to go back into bondage, be slaves? Ye, ye observe days and months and times and years. I am afraid of you, lest I have bestowed upon you labor in vain. Brethren, I beseech you, be as I am, for I am as ye are. Ye have not injured me at all. Ye know how through infirmity of the flesh I preach the gospel unto you at the first. And my temptation, which was in my flesh, ye despised not, nor rejected, but received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. Okay, I'm saying you know, when, when Paul first ministered to him, they loved him. They, they respected him. And, and then they've turned to this perverted gospel, and now they hate him because of it. Go ahead now. Where is then the blessedness ye spake of? For I bear you record that if it had been possible, ye would have plucked out your own eyes and have given them to me. Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Yeah, if you, if you, if you go to a brethren and, and like you was saying earlier, how the churches fight with each other over doctrine, church doctrine, or denominational doctrine. They, it's like you're the enemy. 
And I remember being in congregations when they would badmouth the other um, denominations, and it's like an enemy. And and it was like they hated you, and you hated them, you know. But that's not the way the body of Christ is supposed to work. Okay, go ahead. They zealously affect you, but not well. Yea, they would exclude you, that ye might affect them. But it is good to be zealously affected always in good thing, and not only when I am present with you. My little children, of whom I travail in birth again, until Christ be formed in you. I desire to be present with you now and to change my voice, for I stand in doubt of you. Tell me, ye that desire to be under the law, did ye not hear the law? Yeah, they're saying, he's saying you want to be under the law, and the law does nothing but condemn you, and the law is uh, condemns you to death. Don't you hear that in the law? Are you so blind that you don't see that? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondmaid and the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh, but he of the free woman was by promise. Which things are an allegory? For these are the two covenants, the one from the Mount Sinai, which gendereth to bondage, which is Agar. For this... Agar is Mount Sinai in Arabia, and answered it to Jerusalem, which now is and is in bondage with her children. But Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. For it is written, Rejoice, thou barren that bearest not, break forth and cry, thou that travailest not, for the desolate hath many more children, than she which hath had an husband. Now we brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. That children of promise, that promise means eternal life. Okay. But as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit, even so it is now. Nevertheless, what saith the scripture, cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. Okay, we're free. He's expressing there that we're free. We're no longer under bondage. Israel was under bondage. See? And we're at a different dispensation, this body of Christ, this age of grace. In 2 Timothy 14 and 16, that good things which was committed unto thee keep by the Holy Ghost which dwelleth in us. This thou knowest, that all they which are in Asia be turned away from me, by whom are Philagelius and Hermogenes or whatever. So he's, he's complaining they, they were uh, in Asia, they... They, they followed Paul as he followed Christ. And then these people, these Judaizers or these people that perverted things, which were, like I say, they were ambassadors for Satan, came in and twisted everything and twisted the truth. And Satan always twists. He'll take a truth 
a lot of times people will read the scriptures to point their view, but they only read one one uh, passage and not read the entire thing and not understanding, but try to twist everything. Okay, 16, the Lord gives mercy unto the house of Anophorus, Anophorus, for he oft refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. Shall would you read uh, Galatians 4.10 and Galatians 4.21, 5.2, 5.7? Okay. Okay. Ye observe days and months and times and years. And we hear that today. People make make holy days and all that stuff like that, and and they'll say uh, they'll put you in bondage, saying you have to honor those days and whatever. Like even with like even with the like even with. the Sabbath, they'll say, you've got to honor the Sabbath and whatever. So. But remember, Christ fulfilled the law, and he nailed the law to the cross. Okay, go ahead. Galatians 4.21, tell me, ye that desire to be under the law, do ye not hear the law? <clears throat> yeah, and we mentioned that before. Galatians 5.2, behold, I, Paul, say unto you, that if ye be circumcised, Christ shall proffer you nothing. Yeah, he's, he's talking about the Jews. He says, if, if you, if you, when when Christ was crucified, when he died on the cross, he was buried and rose again. That was absolutely perfect for our salvation. So if you add other things to it, it's it's no profit to you because then it's no longer grace. And it's no longer a free gift because you're putting God in bondage to you. you. He owes you something, but he doesn't owe anybody anything. Okay, go ahead. Galatians 5, 7. Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? Galatians 1, 6 through 7. Mm-hmm. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Yeah, he's, saying, he's saying someone's calling you into another gospel, which is a gospel. So uh, under before Paul comes along, you have the gospel of the kingdom. Okay, that's another gospel. Today it's the today in the body of Christ is the gospel of grace. And there's a difference. The gospel of the kingdom is works plus faith. The gospel of grace is faith and faith alone. And um, we do have a, a question that was just posted that um, can that it does kind of go into what we're talking about. Okay. Um uh, so on our Facebook Live, uh, Pamela asked, what do you think the most damaging doctrine that Satan uses in the church today? So what do you think the most damaging doctrine that Satan uses in the church today? I would think it would be uh, baptism, water baptism, and uh, speaking in tongues. Uh, those things, uh, Paul said, have ceased. And of course, water baptism 
there's many baptisms. We're all baptized, and we're all baptized to identify. But the body of Christ is spiritual baptism, and the the baptism that John the Baptist spoke of is water baptism. And and there's a difference. One's one's for the nation of Israel, and spiritual baptism, we're baptized into Christ, into his death, burial, and resurrection. That's a spiritual baptism. It's nothing to do with water. But I think baptism is probably the... Uh, the, the big, you're, <clears throat> you're saying, the, um, to answer a question, is um, something that Satan uses as to, you know, a, a damaging doctrine that Satan uses in the church. Yeah, he uses, so he uses it, that. Yeah, he uses that. If you want to be saved, you have to be baptized with water. Yeah. If you, if you, uh, if you want a second works of grace, or if you want, um, if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you have to speak in tongues, the proof of being, uh, proof that you're saved or whatever. My proof that I'm saved is the Word of God. It's not what man says, it's what the Word of God says. I know I'm saved because the Word of God says I am. So what do you think? Um, yeah, and by <clears throat> by faith, and it's not by by my works that, that got me saved. It's it's um, believing that Christ died on the cross for me, and, and I was, accept that in yeah. full faith. And, and the power is in the resurrection. So death, burial, and resurrection. Yes. And and that's that's our that's our blessed hope is that resurrection of the body, and then in the rapture. Yes, so that was that was a, a good question. We thank you, um, thank you uh, for asking that question. And if anybody else has any other questions, uh, feel free to post them uh, in our Facebook Live, and um, and we see that, and we'll be glad to um, answer that. Uh, so we do thank you for your questions. Um, and then we're going to um, we're going to move into Second Corinthians um, eleven two through fifteen, um, and it looks like we might even have a response when we come back from that answer to that question um, when we come back after our break. Okay. So if you visit us at facebook.com, uh, it's at um, online Bible study. That's where you'll find us live, and so we'll see you in a few moments. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? 
Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel you are listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now, back to Why Paul. Okay, welcome back. Um, I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And we're finishing answering a question. So we had a second part to that question uh, that uh, Pamela posted on our Facebook Live. And okay. that says, and does Satan use scripture to bring false doctrine in the church? Yeah, that's one of his... Um, uh, most powerful tools. He can't. He can't. Um, he attacks the believers by giving them false doctrine, and that false doctrine. A person say a person is lost, and they're trying to witness to that person, and they're giving them fa- false doctrine, and that may cause that person not to to uh, believe it. To believe, and they may lose their lose their soul because they've received false doctrine. So we need to know. Uh, we need to have sound doctrine, so we can so we can be ambassadors and and express the truth. And and basically, it it is so simple, and 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 Satan will make it so complicated, and make you so miserable. But the um, but the simple truth is, if I want salvation, if I believe. Of course, I have to realize I'm a sinner, but if I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross, he shed his blood, he sacrificed his blood, he was buried, and he rose again, and now sits at the right hand of God. If I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins, was buried, and rose again, if I believe that in my heart, I become a new creation. That sounds so simple, doesn't it? But Satan wants to make it difficult, say. It, it makes us think, can it really be that simple? I mean, yeah. that's what Satan puts that doubt in our heads. Yeah, that's right. And and the like like the earlier verses, it says we are a brand new creation. We're a brand new humanity, and all things are gone. We're it's brand new, so we're no longer condemned. But Satan is trying to put that guilt trip on us all the time, and that legalism. 
So hopefully that helps answer uh, your question. And, 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 and of course, of course, he attacks the church. He's, if you want to find Satan, go to church. The, the guy sitting in the bar, he already has them. He wants, to, he wants to go to church to pervert the word. And he takes doctrine and twists it and puts it where it doesn't belong. And men are so ignorant, sometimes they believe it, say. Yeah. But if you study the word of God, if you study the word rightly dividing the word of truth, you will know when false doctrine comes, when something doesn't belong, because the Holy Spirit teaches you and it's with you. As, as where it's the answer to um, our first question from the email is, why should I rightly divide? Yeah, we and want this to be, is the reason. We, we want to make sure that we're understanding and not being uh, tricked with the false doctrine that Satan wants to bring to us. Yeah, and we want to be mature. We Be mature in the Word. We, we're, we're sons and heirs of God and, heirs of, and joint heirs of Jesus Christ. We're mature, and we're to act mature. Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, where are we at here? Uh, we're down at 2 Corinthians 11, 2 through 15. How about reading that, will you? Okay. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chastile, or chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear, lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtility, so your minds should be corrupted from, from the simplicity that is in Christ. See, Satan, when he, when he attacked Eve, see, he gave her doctrine or he gave her some truths, but he twisted it. See. Okay, go ahead. Four. For if, I didn't want to read the same thing over. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to check myself there. Um, for if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel, which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. For as I suppose I was not a wit behind the very chiefest apostles, but though I be rude in speech, yet not in knowledge, but we have been thoroughly made manifest among you in all things. Have I committed an offense in abasing myself that ye might be exalted because I have preached to you the gospel of God freely? And that freely, when he's talking about freely, he's saying this overabundance of, of truth and overabundance of riches, God has freely given you all these things. Okay. I robbed other churches, taking wages of them to do you service. And when I present with you and wanted, I was chargeable to no man. For that which was lacking to me, the brethren, which came from Macedonia, supplied. And in all things, I have kept myself from being burdensome unto you, and so will I keep myself. As the truth of Christ is in me, no man shall stop me of this boasting in the regions of Alkia. Wherefore, because I love you not, God knoweth. But what I do, that I will do, 
that I may cut off occasion from them which desire occasion, that wherein thy glory they may be found even as we. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore it is no great thing of his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Yeah, you have charlatans come in and, and they draw huge crowds. We have some that will have like 30,000 people on a Sunday morning or whatever, but they're twisting and they and people want to listen to them and they're uh, inspired by them or whatever, but there's no salvation in it. There's no power in it to save. And uh, and they and they say things and if they're if they're uh, not according to scripture, and of course they twist so much and people follow it because they're so blinded by Satan and by the prince of this world. In Second Corinthians four three, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. We have the gospel. We've studied the word of God. We continue to study the word of God, rightly dividing the word of truth. We don't want to hide that. This is a treasure that we've been entrusted with to present to a lost and dying world. Okay? And that's faith and faith alone. It's nothing of works. But we are saved to work, but we're not saved by works. And that's a good point there to say, too, because um, that is that is a confusion that, um, you know, like if, if you're not seeing all this, that you're thinking and you think, well, it's way too easy. But it is faith and faith alone. Not the, yeah. It's not the works. Yeah, as we, we used to go out on the street, ministering on the street, and we would talk to people and, and we'd ask them if they're saved or whatever. And of course, we we're kind of ignorant at that time, too. But we'd ask them if they're saved. They'd say, yeah, I, um, I attend church every Sunday, Sunday and Sunday night and Wednesday night. I get involved in the ministries. Um, I'm a good person. And they go on down this list and never mention how they were saved, that they, what they believe. They think it's all works. Because of the works, God will recognize them and uh, give them a pass. And you hear that, and, and of course, everybody has their own interpretation and of uh, what the Word says, and we're not supposed to go by man's interpretation. We're to allow God to interpret His Word. What does the Word say? Okay, Second Corinthians, we're kind of wrapping it up here a little bit. To this short I mean, answer, this, this this long question. Yeah, we're, we're actually wrapping it up. Wow. Yeah, Second Corinthians four three, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. It's faith and faith alone. Second Corinthians three thirteen through fourteen, and not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfast, steadfastly look to the end of which is abolished, which is abolished. But their minds were blinded, for until this day remaineth the same veil 
untaken away in, in, in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away with in Christ. In other words, they're blinded. They're blinded against what Christ did. Okay? And they, and they don't understand. They're blinded by the prince of this world. Shall would you read First um, Timothy 4.1? Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Yeah, and that's dangerous. So if we don't if we don't have sound sound doctrine and we don't bury it in our hearts and study it, we will get straight uh, turned away, and that's extremely dangerous and scary, isn't it? And it and it'd be easy to do if you don't know your sound doctrine because you won't realize that that you're turning away to the um, and taking heed to the seducing of the spirits and the doctrines of the devils. Yeah, there, you'll have a, a, a person come in that's a fancy talker and a educated and all this and uh, charisma and whatever, and they'll believe whatever he says, they believe it without checking it with the Word of God, without understanding the Word of God. In 2 Timothy 2.24, And the servants of the Lord must not strive, this is us, but be gentle unto men, apt to teach patience. We're, we're to, if we have a, a brethren that's strayed away or a brother that has doctrine that's not sound, in a loving manner, in a loving way, we should guide them to true uh, sound doctrine and, and not I, condemn I, them. Yeah, and that, I think that's important too. Like you just said, not condemn them. Take them in a loving way. Um, to um, to help guide them to what is the truth. Uh, I do see another question. Okay. Um, it says, how does a person know if they are being taught the wrong doctrine? Is there a place online where I can find sound doctrine? Um, yes. Um, well, right here. <laughs> um, you have Grace School of the Bible, which is... Um, was that on the email? Uh, that was actually Facebook Live. Okay, question. we can we can give that to um, to them. I see we're running low on time. So yeah, that is um, uh, that's the um, question continuation from uh, Pamela, and okay. um, so we can take that. Uh, we can get information out there that you know there is a place online where they can find the sound doctrine. Yes. And it's, you know, um, with the internet and, and all of that stuff, you know, that is something that is good that everyone can find. Uh, you can listen um, on the podcast of Voice America and hear, hear the radio um, show. You can also look at the Facebook. And if you follow on the Facebook online Bible study, you can also hear the um, different um, uh, Bible study lessons. Um, that's helping to, you know, teach and teach you to find the sound doctrine. Yeah, and if you if you want um, to really get deep into the word, into doctrine, and deep in into it, you can have we there are studies on the Romans and Ephesians, and 
And speaking of that, uh, right before we go, remember, um, we'll pick up where we were going to start today, which is in Romans. But if we get more questions, we'll be more than happy to answer those questions on the next show as well. Yeah, we love the questions. Yes. So thank you for everyone participating today. Um, Hope you have a blessed week. And we um, will see you back here next week. And we're here because we love you. Right? Yes. You have been listening to Why Paul. Visit us on the web at 14thStreetMinistries.com and please join Michael R. Mix and Michelle Mix again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program. 